Entrepreneur on Fire 503. If you're prepared to ignite, there's only one place to go. Entrepreneur on Fire with your host, John Lee Dumas. Business Apps is an industry leader in the mobile app business, and they've got everything you need to start your own mobile app reseller business today. Visit businessapps.com. That's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S apps.com to learn more. When you have more than 270,000 designers at your fingertips, the sky is the limit for your design. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Jeff Moore. Jeff, are you prepared to ignite Feeling the burn. <laughs> I love it. Jeff is a president of two companies, International Pacific Seafoods and Wild Thing Seafood. He is a trusted advisor to distributors, chain restaurant operators, as well as various industry professionals and founder of a mastermind group called Thursday Night Boardroom with over 250 members in 18 countries. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Jeff, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Well, first, I am a huge fan of Entrepreneur on Yay. Fire, and uh, <laughs> and and uh, think John and Kate, I think you two are just awesome. Thank uh, you. I will tell you that the Thursday Night Boardroom has grown a little bit. Uh, it's now 301 members in wow. over 20 countries. Updating. And uh, and it's um, and it's not that I just let anybody in that group. It's a, it's a exclusive group that uh, um, I'm looking for value providers and gracious and grateful people that are looking to give of themselves and have great stories uh, to tell that can inspire all of us. So. Um, that's what that is. Uh, as far as the uh, International Pacific, that is a, a company that we sell um, to the restaurant or the food service industry primarily through distribution like Cisco, U.S. Foods, Shamrock, and large distributors and, and smaller distributors as well. Um, some of our customers are Cheesecake Factory, BJ's Restaurants, Lazy Dog Cafe, uh, California Fish Girl, and the list goes long, and, and it's it's a long list. Uh, um, so we work with them, and uh, and then Wild Things Seafood is a direct-to-consumer play uh, where we sell seafood and steaks um, to, directly to the consumer. Mostly we're people, we're people in our um, neighborhood in Fullerton, uh, but it's expanded online. And we just actually on Friday launched Wild Things 3.0. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and and the Wild Things Club. So it's a, a lot of fun where I'm just having a direct conversation with every single person in the club, one at a time, essentially, um, offering all kinds of, of crazy fun stuff and free stuff. And it's been – the direct-to-consumer thing for me is is so fun. It is just so fun. So that's what I'm doing. I'm a father of four uh, children, uh, very uh, proud of them. And uh, three girls and a boy, and just uh, uh, very proud. And and my wife, I'm very proud of her, and just have a lot of great friends and family that uh, feel very blessed. Well, Jeff, 
I feel blessed to be able to call you a friend and to have been able to host you here at my home and have the famous Jeff Moore delivery of that amazing seafood and steaks <laughs> that you're talking about. And I look yep. forward to that next visit, of course. And and also, we've, we've done business together. I mean, we've done a webinar together for Podcasters Paradise and just had a lot of fun in the online community that's so powerful these days. And I love what you're doing with Thursday Night Boardroom. You are right. You bring in value-only entrepreneurs, and it's really powerful to see. And Jeff, what we're going to do is really focus on your journey and, and how you got to where you are now. But before we do, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote, and I think you have at least one for us. So take it away. Well, okay. There's there's a, a couple of quotes, but there's one motto that I absolutely live my life by, and I'm talking about with every breath that I take, and that is learn to teach, teach to know, know and share, and do with passion. And that's something that I've, I, I can't think of a time that I've ever lived my life that I haven't lived by that, uh, all the way back to childhood days. Uh, and, but then the two, um, quotes that really support this is one from Wyatt Woodsmall that says, when you can articulate the needs, desires, challenges, fears, and aspirations of the person you're working with, not better than they can to you, but better than they can to themselves. You've passed the tipping point of becoming that pr person's trusted advisor, and all you need to do is keep adding value to that relationship, and they will eagerly receive it for life. Now, that's one very large quote, and then the last one uh, is from Sigmund Freud that just says, um, it is impossible to overlook the extent to which civilization is built upon a renunciation of instinct. And so you put all those together, and that's pretty much what defines me. <laughs> well, let's go to that last one, the Sigmund Freud quote. Break that down first, Jeff. What does that quote mean to you, and how do you apply it to your life? It's something our, our, all of our lives are evolving, but to accept the fact that however you imagine things are going to be, they're not going to be exactly that way. And that just because something is being done a certain way, doesn't mean that that's the way they should be done. It's just the way it is done right now. And where he talks about it's impossible to overlook the extent to which civilization is built upon this renunciation is that is the only thing that's <laughs> evolved, helped us evolve, is people that have renounced what the status quo is and looked for a better way. It doesn't mean you've changed the entire process, but you change one thing and you do something differently and and over time, that makes such a transformational change in a process, an industry, or a culture. So, Jeff, you have had some legitimate successes in life. I mean, Thursday Night Boardrooms, now grown to 301 members in over 20 countries. Wild Things 3.0 is being introduced to the world. I mean, your intro, you shared all these great companies, the Cheesecake Factory, etc., who you work with. I mean, very inspiring things, but... You know, Jeff, as well as I do, that entrepreneur's journey does not start with a success. And in fact, oftentimes, it's on the other end of the spectrum where we begin. So let's focus your journey now on a failure, on a time when you didn't have this great success sitting here in front of you. And what were those lessons learned, Jeff? What was that story that you're going to share with us today? You know, I would say that the greatest failure for me is the greatest success that I never repeated. And there was, to give you an example, we did, uh, God, this is back 
probably 12, 13 years ago, where we were inviting people to a trade show, these big names, the, the big um, decision makers in food service. And we did a three-part sequence direct mail campaign that had, wait for it, surplus response. What? Surplus response. We sent the first ones out to 200 people. The sequence where people respond and then they get into the sequence for the next one. We had over 300 people respond to the first one. <laughs> and the last one we sent out was to over 400 people. And we never did it again. Weird. Because this is something that I've actually watched with you with great awe is, and with several other people, and I'm learning it uh, as we go on, is the lack of written you know, SOPs, um, standard operating procedures, and literally being able to finish the story of execution and finish it in writing so you don't always have to have your foot on the gas to make the, to make the, the motor run and the, and the bus, you know, drive down the street. That, to me, is a failure that I have, I have carried with me and repeated that failure so many times and a failure that I have committed to over the last several months and into this year to uh, overcome and not continue to carry that thing with me uh, moving forward. Well, Jeff, just the words SOP or those letters do bring me back to my military days. And I really do attribute a lot of the success with Entrepreneur on Fire to that time in my life where that light switch was flipped. When I was a college student with very little responsibility in life to graduating to being commissioned as the first round of officers post 9-11 and now being a platoon leader in charge of 16 men in four tanks and being deployed to a wartime environment for 13 months. You better believe that I went from a pretty lazy, no responsibility 22-year-old to an officer that was all the time focus on what can I do to keep my soldiers safe? What can I do to keep myself safe? What can I learn? What systems can I in place? And that discipline, Jeff, that I was truly forced to adopt at a pretty young age in incredibly extreme situations and circumstances, which is a combat environment in war, you know, were things that I was able to take forward with me in every other venture that I did in life after that, whether that be corporate finance or real estate or eventually entrepreneur fire at 32 years old. So even from day one as an entrepreneur, Jeff, I was setting up SOPs, standard operating procedures that I would be following and that my two virtual assistants that I hired could follow. So just like you so eloquently said, when my foot wasn't on the gas, theirs was. And we were able to continue to move forward. And that's such a valuable lesson for Fire Nation to take in is the importance of these standard operating procedures. So when you do have those great successes like Jeff did, where he mailed out 200 letters and had 300 responses, you know how to replicate that over and over and over again. So Jeff, boil it down for us. What's the one takeaway you want Fire Nation to walk away with from that experience? I think that that would be the lesson would be finish the story of execution. We all love to talk about the romance of what we're doing right. and how, how cool it would be to do this and how cool it is to do this. <laughs> but when you get down to the actual execution and the misgivings or the assumptions that, that that's all going to take care of itself, you know, people literally, I believe in it. I believe in the ready fire aim. I really do. But 
it doesn't say ready, fire, 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 fire. It says ready, <laughs> fire, aim. And I think a lot of us, and I'm talking about myself as well, we get into that ready, fire, 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 fire. And if you're really talented in, in certain areas of sales or marketing, you can live a life of marginal success. But until you adopt the fact, adopt SOPs and really put those into a, a thing that replicates without you, you'll never really assume the success that you were put on this earth for. I love that. And I also love that topic of the aim as well, because after you're firing, you do need to sometimes adjust those sites and always be tweaking and always be improving and adjusting. So as entrepreneurs, when we can be agile, when we can do a Facebook ad and it converts at 4.3%, but then we can study it and see how to bump that up to 5.1% because we're still firing, but we're aiming as well and adjusting that aim that's where the true power of an entrepreneur can lie with that consistent focus and that focus on the continued focus. And Jeff, you're an inspiring guy. I mean, I've had some conversations with you where I was like, whoa, like this guy <laughs> is giving me way too many ideas right now because I am just at my limits for bandwidth, yet everything that he's saying, I want to implement right now, today. So I know that you just have this mind that's always coming up with aha moments, with light bulbs, and you're probably wondering how you can implement them all. So what I want you to do now with Fire Nation is to share with us a story of a time that you did have one of those light bulbs go off, and what steps did you take, Jeff, when you had that aha moment that turned it into success? It was back in 2008, I was listening to a program. It's one of Chet Holmes' business. I think it was Business Builder 3.0 or something like that. I wish you could and have I said would, Entrepreneur on Fire, but that was four <laughs> years before yeah. we existed. <laughs> you, were, you, were, you were somewhere in the muck, I'm sure. <laughs> I was in Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were in country somewhere, uh, uh, keeping your, your, your team alive. Right. Um, but uh, I was driving and I was listening to it. And all of a sudden, it flashed to me that I have a role in an ongoing conversation in the supply chain. And in my business, it goes from literally, you know, the water, you know, the fish coming out of the boat or going into the boat to being served on a plate in, in the restaurant and brought out to the consumer and even what's going on there. And there are several conversations that are going on in, in that supply chain. There's, there's, at least four, possibly five, at the critical control points of that supply chain. And to be able to know my role, know where I can add the most value, and then be able to take that conversation and make it so simple to replicate. That's the one thing that I've ever done that I think was, well, not ever, but the, the one thing that I've done that has made it very simple to replicate what I do for a living, my whole um, uh, unique selling proposition, if you will, is I literally broke down the entire conversation into five questions that I ask every customer that I see, and I drive them through that. And to be able to understand that that the questions, if you can narrow something down to a simple process that's that you, you don't want to ever have to memorize it, and oh, by the way, my five questions are on the back of my business card. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, it's not that I'm trying to make anybody memorize it, but everything can be simplified 
and what it, where it can be simplified the best and where people can be most confident is when you simplify them into questions and not what to say, but what to ask. So Jeff, you know Fire Nation. I mean, you are part of Fire Nation. What can we walk away from with this aha moment, this inspiration that you had listening to that audiobook way back in 2008 that we can apply today to our current businesses in life that will really create success in our lives? Okay, here it goes, all right? And this is every single person that ever walks into the boardroom live has to do this, and so they're immediately on the hot seat. (laughs) But look, at this point, you've got to stop and you've got to look at yourself and look at your business, and you ask yourself four questions. What business am I in? Okay, is the first question. The second question is, who is my customer? And it's not customers, and usually I get these people go, oh, well, it's anyone or somebody, and it's like the closest thing to anyone is no one. Who is your customer in the singular? Who can you define as your your ultimate ideal customer and make that a friendship? I mean, really the personification or the avatar of that particular customer. Number three, how does your customer benefit from your service? But I don't want to hear this is what I do for them. Uh Uh-uh. This is now the customer sharing what you do for them with somebody else. And then the last one is the fourth question. This is where you and I got into that kind of whoa, whoa (laughs) moment was, what do you do that makes you the best in the world in the eyes of your customer? And everybody goes, oh, well, I'm not the best in the world. It's like, I didn't say the world is in like, hey, welcome to the Olympics and you get the gold medal. It's in the (laughs) eyes of your customer because if you're not the best in the world in their eyes, you're just doing the heavy lifting and renting space until somebody comes in that is. And the best part about question four is there's a correct answer. And that was the thing that when I was really able to crystallize that, everybody I've said that that correct answer to kind of looks at me like, whoa. And I think you looked at Kate, I think you looked at Kate and went, did you have the recording on or anything? Yeah. Can you please hit that red button? Cause I want to remember this. <laughs> yeah. And, and so do you want me to say the answer or? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. It's, I am you and I know where you're going and I've been there before and I know the way and I know the roadblocks you're about to hit. And I know some of the shortcuts. I know the conversations you're going to have with yourself. I know the conversations you're having with yourself right now. And I believe in you. And I believe in you probably more than you believe in yourself. And I can get you there. And that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Oh, Fire Nation, I know that like me right now, you have goosebumps. So thank you for that, Jeff. And I think on a very similar note here, I would love to know what your proudest entrepreneurial moment is. My proudest entrepreneurial moment is when I came back from one of Joe Polish's Platinum 2.0 mastermind groups, and I was met at the door with uh, by my then 15-year-old son that said, Dad, I need to write a letter to China. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, I, I'm going to start importing iPhone cases and sell them to my friends and sell them online. And uh, I need to write a letter to somebody to work out the DHL and the wire stuff. 
And it was because I have lived an entrepreneurial lifestyle and I'm such a passionate learner and I'm always listening to things in the car. Uh, it rubbed off on my son and my son, he absolutely recognizes that. Um, and is every, every way he can look at to add value. He's one of those that doesn't say, this is what I want to sell. He's looking around and says, this is what people are buying and this is what people need. And he literally goes to fill that. And um, the entrepreneur, the most proud moment as an entrepreneur is when what I've done and how I've learned and the person I've become has rubbed off on my family, whether it's my wife, who is a lifer as a counselor, high school counselor, has her own private high school counseling business. And she does a thing called from application to acceptance and helps people get into colleges. My son, who's either putting Christmas lights up or, or washing somebody's car or selling iPhone cases. My daughter, who's doing, you know, my, all my kids are, are jumping on uh, the entrepreneurial bandwagon and recognize that spirit. And that, to me, is my most proud moment as an entrepreneur. Uh, that is such a moment that I really hope I'm able to experience in the future. And I'm definitely so happy that you have, Jeff. And speaking of just your family being so entrepreneurial right now, today, doing things that are propelling them forward and making this great ripple effect throughout the world, let's bring things to present time. Let's talk about Jeff Moore today. What's one thing, Jeff, that's just really lighting your fire right now? Some new things that are lighting my fire where I'm starting to represent other companies within my space, within the seafood space, um, that are saying, Jeff, we just want you to tell our story yeah. because you, you tell our story better than we tell it. Right. And and that I've been recognized, like we talked about, being a trusted advisor. Calling myself a trusted advisor is a little weird, but I've <laughs> I've had I've built great relationships with people that count on me, and um, I'm able to deliver those uh, that and continue to deliver value to those relationships. Um, and then recently, I have now been approached by people outside the seafood industry, and they're now paying me um, to speak. Uh, to their groups and to uh, to share what I do and the relationships that we build and, and how we convert our our knowledge and our expertise and our value into um, sales of real commerce. And so at the end of February, I'm going to be speaking at uh, the Certified Angus Beef Specialist Conference. I'm their final keynote speaker. <laughs> and uh, – it's people look at me going, you're the seafood guy. And I'm right. like, yeah, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> so Jeff, before we dive into the lightning round, let's thank our partners. I have a pretty packed schedule between my interviews, running my own mastermind tribe and providing new content daily to my podcasting community, Podcasters Paradise. I just barely have time to skim the surface on a ton of other projects I have in mind for Entrepreneur on Fire. But as entrepreneurs, I know we're all busy with this sort of stuff. Running your own business isn't easy. Otherwise, everyone would do it. You have a lot to manage, including setting your own strategies, creating goals, and actually launching products and services so you can monetize. As you know, things like logos, website design, and other graphics are an important part of the overall process. That's why I love knowing that I can visit 99designs for all my design needs. 
Their system is incredibly user-friendly. The process is lots of fun, and the turnaround time, incredibly fast. You could be choosing your next design in as little as seven days. Go check it out for yourself. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free today. Looking to wow your clients in 2014? There are lots of ways to do this. Personalized thank you notes, individual phone calls so you can express your appreciation, even events where you can interact with your most loyal clients in person. All of these are great ideas. But what if there was a way that you could wow your clients by over-delivering on everyday value and giving them something they may have never thought possible for their business? Good news, guys. There is. You know how big mobile is, right? What if you could create mobile apps for your clients that made it easier for their customers to access their content and purchase their best products and services? Think they're a big fan of you now? And just wait. Don't worry. No need to have programming skills. Business Apps has everything you need to create a mobile app no matter what business your clients are in, from restaurants to realtors. Visit businessapps.com. That's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S apps dot com today. And we've now reached my favorite part of the interview, and that's the lightning rounds, where you get to share some incredible resources and insights with Fire Nation. Sound like a plan? I'm looking forward to it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Early on in my life, basically impulse buying and and getting in debt early. Mm. It didn't allow me to have the free free income and the the resources to do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. Um, I know from your story that's just so inspiring that that you you had a different way of coming up, um, and you had saved resources so you could go for several months without uh, a check, a paycheck, and to be able to follow your passion. And to me, I think that's super inspiring. I mean, Fire Nation just speaks so well about the importance of entrepreneurs building that runway for themselves. And that runway does not include debt. It does not include having a lavish lifestyle that is just making you write big checks every single month. Because I had to hunker down, Fire Nation. I had to go frugal. I had to live below my means. I had to rely on my savings for a number of months at the beginning of my journey. But my careers up to that point had allowed me to do so. And in my way of being frugal and not living outside of my means prior to that. And now with Entrepreneur on Fire, because of that ability to really hunker down and focus, you know, we are having the kind of successes we're having now. So Jeff, I love that you bring that up. It's so valuable, especially for the young entrepreneurs that are listening to this show. And I know that there are so many that are thinking about, you know, should I go back to grad school just because it's something to do? And, you know, yeah, I'll rack up $100,000 in debt, but, you know, it's I'll be doing something. Like, you know, maybe think twice. Maybe there's other avenues of passion you can pursue that can really get you on that right path. And Jeff, what's the best advice you've ever received? It was on July 3rd of 2013, 5.30 in the evening. Uh, so right the day before 4th of July, my phone rings. 
and there was this older voice that gets a little squeakier at the end of the day, and it was Jay Abraham <laughs> yes. on the phone. And Jay Abraham is uh, my personal mentor. I have a, several mentors and people that inspire me, but uh, uh, you know Joe Polish, Dean Jackson, Evan Peg, and I mean the list goes forever. Uh, but Jay Abraham is my absolute personal mentor and a very good friend of mine, a dear friend with the family. And there was this call, and he's like, Jeff. And I was like, hey, Jay, what's up? And he's like, just was sitting here eating. He goes, and I have a question. I said, what? He goes, what could you do to make the results of your efforts more predictable? And I go, wow. And he goes, now, I know that's a tough question, so you don't have to answer it right now. But if you did have to answer it right now, what would you say? <laughs> that's a sneaky way. I got to tell you, um, really being able to hone down what your true superpower is, your unique ability, and offer less. Don't just be the seafood guy to everybody. Be, you know, what are those things that we were offering? What were those offerings that we had at International Pacific Seafoods that were clearly the most descriptive of our value? And literally take our entire business model and all of our resources with sales agencies and everything and focus them on that one to maybe three items per three to six month period and offer less as, as you're coming out of the shoot. Make fewer choices, if you will, for the customer not to buy from you and to be confused, but to say, this is what it is that is the greatest value that I have and to narrow that down and create more predictability in your business. That was, that was a great piece of advice. And then one that was more of a life lesson, it was Lord Chesterfield talking to his son. And I don't know if you've ever heard this quote, but he said, son, he goes, if you can just help people like themselves a little bit more, they're going to like you a lot. And those two are the greatest pieces of advice I think I've ever received. You know, one thing I want to add to that, Jeff, that last piece of advice is I think everybody in Fire Nation should just try this. Try this as a little bit of a test because I feel fortunate to have found this quite a few years ago and it's something that I can apply to almost any situation. But whenever I meet somebody that I really want to make a good impression with, I really engage with them, but then I listen to them. And when they say something that's kind of remotely funny, I really laugh, like a genuine, hearty laugh. You know, more than I maybe naturally would. I don't make it fake, but I, you know, I really laugh and engage. And people love being funny. And people love when others think that they're funny. And I will tell you, Fire Nation, just try this with one or two people you don't know that well and watch them break out of that shell and just start to take you in. It's, it's insane. I mean, I can't say enough about that. And also, there's a caveat there. It can't be faked. No. If it's, if it's insincere, it's all over the place. It, you might as well have a big red light above your head saying that I'm, I'm a joke. <laughs> right. You know, and so that can't be faked. But that that is true, and and uh, that's just how I've lived my life. And I got to tell you, one of these days, mm. you're going to have the opportunity to give your son dating advice. Uh -oh. And I got I got to do that last week. And the thing was, the very first thing I said was, I want you to fill the air with being interested in Ooh, her. Being interested in her. Yeah, don't fill the air with talking about yourself, but fill the air with being interested in her and finding out more about her. And again, always coming from a place of being genuine. 
Sincerity. Yeah, sincerity. I mean, absolutely. And engagement. I love that word, by the way. Sincere engagement. Jeff, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Empathy. I guess we've been talking about it the whole time. And it's literally being able to, my a habit, I always have a habit of being able to tell somebody's story better than they can tell themselves. And I think that you and I have had some conversations. Yeah. I've, I just, there's never a time that I don't have con- where they're like, say that again, you know, and it's about them. <laughs> you know? And it's just being able, it's that empathy, but it's how far down do you go with this empathy? Is it that person or is it that person and the conversations that person has to have about making a decision to do business with you? Are they willing to fight for you? Have you have you figured out what they're going to have to say? And have you addressed that? Have you felt what they're going to be facing? You know, it's it's things like that. But by the way, that's a blessing, but it's also a curse because <laughs> I'm sure you felt this too, where you're literally somebody that you're so personally invested in and you're you're in dealing and empathetically with them. And then all of a sudden you're, you're through this and you start to realize that you really care about their situation a lot more than they care about it themselves. <laughs> and it becomes frustrating, but you know, you've got to, you know, there, there's just some of those signals that you'll see at the very beginning. And I think after a while, it's just, I, I find myself having a better filter uh, at the beginning. So I don't waste that energy on somebody that's not caring about it as much as I do. And no, Jeff, you're right. This definitely has become somewhat of a theme throughout this interview, but I love when themes develop on Entrepreneur on Fire because that always gives Fire Nation something powerful to walk away with. And speaking of something powerful to walk away with, what's an internet resource that you're in love with that you can share with our listeners? Asana. Asana. Uh it's a uh, you know just keeping my you know what together, uh, <laughs> being able to collaborate with people on my team, the amount of um, coding, uh, the, the the amount of development that they're doing with Asana uh, has been um, one of those things that it's like a a virtual yellow pad that stays with you that you can share with anybody at, you know that you want at any time and never have to worry about where did that yellow pad go or what where, what am I doing right now asana is is there it's with me on my phone I have my grocery list on it every week I mean even while I'm grocery shopping new things will pop up <laughs> from home and uh, that one and cu- coupled with evernote I really evernote I like and I love their new web clipper um, app that's on there. So instead of storing, trying to figure out remembering websites or, or PDFs or articles, yeah, that web clipper is a really great app that I use with my Google apps. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to these resources and everything that Jeff and I are talking about here today at eofire.com slash Jeff Moore. And Jeff, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? Oh boy! Uh, when we're talking about the business space, it's really a, it's a toss up between um, Jay's Jay Abraham's "Getting Everything You Can Out of All You've Got," which is a fabulous book, and "The Power of Habit" from Charles Duhigg, uh, where you talk about cue and the behavior and the reward. Um, teaching people that in business has really helped me evolve um, and look a lot smarter than I probably am. 
Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book just like one of these for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Jeff, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would research and look for the most dynamic and forward-thinking marketer of real commerce um, in on the planet. And I would offer to go to work for them for free. And I would use that $500 to find out what their favorite charity was and would offer to donate $500 to their favorite charity so I could have lunch with them. Boom. Jeff, you've just written a success book for anybody that's listening right now throughout this whole interview, but specifically with that one answer. So Thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation. And let's end on a high note with you giving us one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Always look to how you can give and fill the air with being interested instead of trying to always be interesting. Um, and then I can be reached um, at, uh, uh, you can reach me at wildthingsseafood.com or at jeff at wildthingsseafood.com is the best way to reach me. And if you want to uh, look at the boardroom or you want to be considered for the boardroom and there's there's some criteria there, you can look uh, for Thursday Night Boardroom on Facebook. I think it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Thursday Night Boardroom. Um, and uh, look me up there. Um, I'm on Facebook. Fire Nation, you will not regret checking out the Thursday Night Boardroom. You can go about it the way Jeff said, or just search groups for Thursday Night Boardroom. And wow, what a powerful bunch of entrepreneurs you have gathered, Jeff. And Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've talked about in today's episode at eofire.com. They can click on the podcast tab because this podcast will be hanging out in the archives. Or Fire Nation, just enter Jeff in the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. And Jeff, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you very much. It's been an honor. Fire Nation, are you in a mastermind? How about joining hundreds of fellow podcasters who can help you navigate iTunes, Adobe Audition, and other programs that you might be struggling with? Podcasters Paradise has it all. And in addition to an amazing community of over 350 podcasters, Paradise offers you all the video tutorials, tools, and resources you need to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Come check out one of our live webinars at podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 